You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. With me, Shay Dixon here, and we're going to talk a little bit about recruiting as the open date rolls along. Just over a week and a day ago, LSU picked up a massive commitment from five-star tight end Eric Gilbert, the highest-rated tight end ever on 24-7 sports. They followed that up with Highland Springs, Virginia safety, Malcolm Green jumping on board. Then they flipped four-star outside linebacker and Marietta, Georgia standout, B.J. Ojolari from the Tennessee Volunteers. And on Monday, they got the coldest Crawford out of Shreveport Green Oaks, Louisiana, one of the top 2022 prospects in the state. He was offered over the weekend and decided he was shutting it down and committed to the Tigers. It's been a busy week on the recruiting front. The coaches have been out on the road with the open date. We've got a ton to get to. And so now, Shay, after that long-winded introduction, uh, let's chat some recruiting, man. This has been a busy, busy week, uh, and, and it's only getting started as the early signing period is now really just under two months away. This class sits at number two in the country. They're in a great spot to have a strong finish. Yeah, I mean, they jumped Alabama. That was obviously a big deal in, in the recruiting rankings. They also jumped Alabama simultaneously uh, in the polls. It was only, golly, it was probably within the same hour, uh, moving to number one, Bama to number two, LSU to number two, uh, Alabama down to three in the recruiting rankings. Uh, and yeah, it was it was an eventful start. And, and look, we've talked about Eric Gilbert before. That was obviously huge. He was back in town this weekend for the game. He reiterated to the staff that, uh, look, I'm solid. I know it was a surprise to even y'all, but uh, this is where I want to be. Y'all pitched me on everything that I wanted to hear. Uh, and I'm excited to be a part of a program like this. So uh, all signs point to that being done. I mean, he said, I'm signing in December. I'm enrolling in January and uh, I'll be a full go for spring ball. So uh, that's exactly what they wanted to hear. But uh, I'll move quickly uh, into, um, sa- I guess it was Saturday, uh, right around lunch, you know, it was before the game, uh, whenever they landed Malcolm Green out of Virginia. And he's a safety. Uh, for those that haven't seen his film, go check it out. Um, it's really impressive for a kid his size, how physical he is. He plays down in the box. Uh, he-, he can obviously play in coverage. Uh, he's got some picks under his belt. He's got forced fumbles. He's got uh, tackles galore. So uh, this is the kind of guy you like have, you know, like to have Rome in the defensive backfield. Uh, and even more intriguing for me, maybe not so than his talent, which is great, but he's smart. Uh, he's going to be a high IQ football player that comes in here and uh, much like Grant Delpit and Jacoby Stevens can really operate things for you on the back end because He's going to enter college with an associate's degree. He's got well over 60 credit hours already under his belt. He'll have more by the time he wraps up his high school career. Uh, And he's going to come to LSU and told me, look, I'll be an academic junior by the time I get there. Obviously, he'll be a freshman on the football field. Um, But that means that, uh, as he said, LSU's got me worked out to where I can uh, start very early on uh, in my college career working on my master's. And Uh, When I wrap that up, I can get a head start on my doctorate while still uh, on scholarship being, you know, covered to play football. Uh, And that's obviously something we haven't really ever heard of before. He'd gotten into Stanford, Duke, uh, North Carolina, a number of, um, you know, schools that that have good educations. And 
this is a kid who is a four-star talent. I mean, I won't be shocked if he continues to move up in the rankings, but he brings with it, Billy, this sort of on-field and off-field IQ that that you love to have uh, and, and something that I had never really heard of before uh, in terms of kind of how far advanced he is with um, his college credits as a high school guy uh, to where he's going to be. Everybody else is getting into their freshman routine of, of picking up their first classes, and he's going to be out there starting to work on his master's. Yeah, I mean, this is how most people do college, right? Like coming in with, yeah, with an not associate's, yeah, uh, yeah, associate's degree already. Uh, pretty, pretty incredible. It just shows, obviously, what type of person he is. Um, and you need players like that. You need players that are that are uh, going to be that that type of high IQ type of person and, and kind of push others too to be that type of person. I mean, Jacoby Stevens kind of stands out to me as a similar type of player. I mean, is, is always really well-spoken and, and certainly uh, has his uh, well-researched own opinions. And I'm sure Malcolm Green will come right in and, and add to that uh, part of the program as well. So great pickup with Malcolm Green. I think the big one for me, though, and, and if people were even worried about Eric Gilbert, and, and even though he said he'd shut things down after his commitment, getting B.J. Ojolari on board without even having him officially visit, that was big. That, that, was, that was the land, I think, uh, in terms of the true weekend, right? Friday right. and Sunday. That was, that was bigger than, than, than any of them. No, no disrespect to, to the rest of the guys that got on board. Yeah, you know, I think you have to put him up there. He's a top 150 prospect. But early on, very early on in this recruiting cycle, uh, the defensive staff had circled him and said, hey, this is a guy we really want. Um, they needed edge rushers. They've been able to be well on their way to that. Uh, and they continued. Look, at, in the summertime, we thought he was probably about to pop to LSU. And uh, he waited things out. He did it in late August. And even then said, I made my decision at the last second. I decided to go to Tennessee, um, but LSU was right there, and, and his brother plays at Georgia. So uh, he had already been looking at other schools, and, and Georgia had an offer in for him. Um, but he said, look, I, I felt like the fit at LSU was there. He saw kind of how LSU played on the field. Tennessee's obviously had some struggles at times this year, uh, certainly to start the season. Uh, and now he's, what, Sunday morning, and, and he was supposed to be on his official visit with his family, had his flight delayed and then ultimately canceled. Uh, he rescheduled it for the A&M game so that he'll be in with his family for an official visit uh, then. Uh, but still, no matter what, you know, regardless of not coming, he dialed up the Tennessee staff on Sunday morning, said, look, I appreciate everything, but I'm decommitting. Uh, that news broke, and it wasn't 30 minutes, 45 minutes later uh, that he was had announced a public commitment to LSU, had committed to Ed Orgeron, and, uh, and they were pretty excited about it because – uh, we've talked about it time and again, both on the podcast, but a lot on the board. Uh, they wanted to find a way to finish out this class with edge rushers. They have a handful out there, I'd say a few, uh, that they really have wanted, uh, and now they get one of them locked in. They sure do. And and another one they got locked in is uh, DeColdis Crawford, who I mentioned at the top of the pod, that one of the top receivers certainly in the state in 2022, and, and somebody that picked up an offer heading into the weekend and was on campus with with – uh, the game and, and hung out with the staff on Sunday. And on Monday, he tweeted it out. He was committed. We put our picks in as soon as he got the offer. This was a big one for him, obviously. And, uh, you know, they, they, they get their second commitment of the 2020 class, joining Bryce Anderson out of Beaumont Westbrook. Shay, this is somebody that is really coming into his own as a receiver and, and has a really, really uh, promising uh, future and, and looks like a really good pickup here. 
Yeah, I mean, I talked to his coach, Terrence Isaac Sr. up at Green Oaks, and if you know the Green Oaks name in Shreveport, uh, LSU in 2013 signed Tredavious White out of Green Oaks. Uh, now they come back around a number of years later uh, and get to Coldest Crawford. Uh, and his coach said, look, here, here's how to kind of sum up his game. Uh, a year ago, they had a kid that was a 1,700-yard receiver for him and caught 20-something touchdowns. And he said, DeColdis was a freshman, but he sort of just soaked in everything that the senior was doing and, and understood what it took to be the number one guy on a high school team. And uh, then when this season came around, what were seven, eight games into a high school football season, he's caught 700-something yards. He's had, I think, six or seven touchdowns. Uh, and doing that all as a sophomore, you know, not as a senior. So uh, it's been one of those things where uh, I think that the coach was impressed at how quickly he's kind of made the jump. He's made some highlight real plays. And uh, his coach just reiterated to me, he said, look, let the LSU fan base know this is the kind of kid that is extremely coachable. He does nothing but want to work hard. He's always in the weight room. He's always at practice. He never complains uh, when they've lost. And it's a team that's not had a a ton of success. I mean, last year was the first time they went to the playoffs in uh, a very long time. And uh, they said that he's been a kid who sort of, tr you know, the troops rally around him. Uh, and, and I think that's a good thing. And knowing that he's only a sophomore, he's got a few years ahead of him to develop his game. But uh, you've got to like where he's at right now. And, uh, and LSU didn't wait for the other schools to come call him. They went ahead and got the offer in. He hopped in his car, drove down to Baton Rouge. Uh, they made that official. And then he hung out with him on Sunday uh, and let him know he was going to commit. And Monday morning, he goes ahead and does it. So, uh, as you said, joining Bryce Anderson, a top 100 kid, already for the 2022 class, and it gives him a nice little uh, start with two commitments for uh, you know from that sophomore group. Yeah, yeah, and and look, uh, kind of going back to the 2020 class, we're going to break where things stand now uh, down on the flip side of this break. But there's a lot of different options that this can go, and we're going to touch on a few of them. Uh, as we get to the other side of this break on the Go 24-7 podcast, a lot to unpack with these additions of Malcolm Green, B.J. Ojolari, and Eric, uh, Eric Gilbert. So stay tuned for that on the flip side of this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button and let us know how we're doing on the podcast, what you want to hear, what we can do better, all of those things. I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, we certainly have to work on Shay as, as we have our own open date as well. What, how do you want us to get better uh, as, as Alabama week leads up? Less talking from me? Got it. More talking from Shay? Maybe. 
uh, let us know, and we'll we'll try to uh, do our best to do that for you guys. Now, Shay, uh, you dropped a big Tiger wrap on Monday, covering a lot of ground in the 2020 class. With the addition of Eric Gilbert, the biggest thing for me is is now they what seemed like kind of a normal numbers crunch, like how will they be able to fit in an offensive tackle, running back, another edge rusher. Um, we've seen the safety addition with Malcolm Green, but now all of that just it, it, it seems all over the place. Like it's out the window and they, they can go all sorts of directions. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree. Um, and, and I'll lead off by saying this two things, one, and, and then we'll get into the kids that we're thinking about, but one, Orgeron said it publicly and, and it's the message kind of from sources as well. Uh, you can get to 25. They're at 24 right now, but they're taking the best 25, not the first 25. So, as they sort of line things up on the back end, uh, I know that they feel confident in knowing we're going to make these numbers work. We're not going to turn away everyone that's out there on the board just and just say, oh, we only have one spot left. And uh, I would then, without speculating on any one of who that might be or what route they might go, uh, I would say that, A, uh, we've already seen Jordan Berry, a mutual parting of ways. I don't think that will be the last time. So you can get a number two come from there. Uh, if a kid like – and I'm – I don't have any intel here. I'm, I would think maybe Rakeem Jarrett sticks. But if a kid like Rakeem Jarrett from far away, who's already talked about visiting a number of schools throughout his recruitment, decommits, that gives you another. You don't want to lose him, but it gives you another spot. Uh, and they're going to entertain this idea of gray shirts. And, and I know we haven't had to talk about it in any sort of recent memory with LSU, but they've never been in a numbers crunch that's this tight with this many guys left in this few spots. So they're exploring all options. I, I can tell you that right now. They're having conversations with everyone in the class, and they're not going to put themselves in a position where, you know, let's just say it like this. They have 24 commits. You know that Jacoby and Guillory is the guy we feel best about, Alexandra DT. You take him, and then you're done. And, and then you're not including anybody else that's still out there that you're hosting on visits and have had around, and you might be leading for. Uh, it's not going to go down like that. So between – Mutual parting of ways, gray shirts, maybe a kid decommits. They're going to find a way for spots to open up and for them to fit guys in. Yeah, and and look, I mean, they might be talking about they're talking about gray shirts, and 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 from what what you've heard, I just I until you see one of these type of highly touted kids or uh, whoever they decide to go after with a gray shirt, do it. I, it's really tough for me to kind of sit there and see it as a possibility because. Because the one thing about gray shirts too is you can't you 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 can't sign them to an NLI. You can't you, you can sign them to um, like a financial aid paperwork and things like that. But from my understanding, kind of dealing with it in the past at other places, you, it, it's kind of a weird thing. So you leave yourself open to well, if if you look at somebody with a grade risk potentially gray shirting, you can then see another school come in and get him in late and, and get him in the summer. Let's say his grades, you know, he takes summer school and he improves his uh, grades, you know, they can come in and kind of take him late. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. It obviously be a huge deal for them to get as many uh, for, with the group that they have with as, as much talent as they have on board in this class. And then the talent left out there, if they can get any of these guys to gray shirt, it would be a huge deal and kind of changes the complexion of, of, of their, really recruiting approach down the stretch. 
No doubt at all. And we'll see how it happens. I mean, I, I don't know specifically the guys that they might want to approach for a gray shirt. Maybe some are open to it more so than others, but uh, it will be something to monitor. I do know that the possibilities of gray shirts are out there or a gray shirt or something like that. And we'll be tracking it all as we head down the stretch. The early signing period is just under two months away now. LSU sits with 24 commitments, the number two class in the country. If you want more on this numbers crunch, kind of the targets out there and how they can kind of approach us, check out the Tiger Wrap that Shea posted on Monday. It's on go247.com. You can try go247 for that first month for just a dollar, get you on board, bring you through all the coverage of the LSU-Alabama game, and certainly uh, through the rest, I think it'll cover you through the rest of the regular season, maybe not the A&M game, but for that first month, check us out for a, for a dollar. Plenty of people have already signed up, so uh, trust me, we will not disappoint you guys. Uh, at least Shea won't. I might from time to time, but uh, definitely worth signing up uh, for Go247 as we uh, head down the stretch towards the early signing period. Shea, it's been real. Guys listening out there, thanks for hanging out with us on this edition of the podcast. And as we head into the back end of the open date, keep it locked on Go247 as uh, LSU will be out on the trail recruiting a little bit this weekend and then getting into Bama prep. So keep it locked on Go247 for all the info on that and have a great rest of the week.